Welcome to Passive Real Estate Investing, the show where busy people like you learn how to build substantial passive income while creating wealth for the long term. And now, here's your host, Marco Santarelli. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Ask Marco, where I answer your investing-related questions. Today's question comes from Alan, and he says, Hi, Marco. I love the podcast and have a question about the 1% rule after a refinance. For example, you buy a $50,000 house and it rents for $500 a month. The market doubles and now the house is worth $100,000 and for argument's sake, the bank gives you the $100,000 refi. It wouldn't be that high, but let's just use that as the example. The rents don't go up and now the house rents at half a percent. And what he's referring to is the rent to value or rent to price ratio. So it went from 1% when he purchased the property to a half percent now because the house value doubled, but the rents didn't go up, which is highly, highly unlikely. But for argument's sake, let's just go with the question here. He says, do you take the $100,000 and buy more houses and hope you make enough profit from the new houses to cover the original house breaking even or losing some each month? Thanks, Alan. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to say that when you are looking to do a refinance on existing rental property in order to pull out that equity for investment purposes, essentially you're doing a cash out refinance. What I would do is see how much you can pull out in the form of equity while keeping your rents in mind as a ratio of what the new property value is, or maybe even what the mortgage amount is. And what you're trying to do here is keep that 1% rule, in other words, the 1% rent to value ratio as close to the 1% as possible. Now this is not chiseled in stone. You can knock that down to 0.9%, 0.8%, whatever you're comfortable with. What is going to help you determine what that sweet spot is, is by running your numbers. So the more equity you pull out, the larger the new mortgage will be. Therefore, the higher the monthly mortgage payment will be. And all you do is just plug that number into your calculator, your pro forma, or your analysis tool. You could use the one on our website. And as you increase the mortgage payment, just see what it does to your net monthly cash flow each and every month as you increase the debt service. And just see where the sweet spot is. Obviously, you wouldn't want to go into a negative situation. Um, I can't really think of a, a scenario where that would make sense unless you, you have a steal of a deal on the other end where the cash flow that you're getting from the new properties is so good that it more than makes up for the difference between the two. So in other words, it's not a one-for-one one trade. For every dollar you're taking out of your rental property and that refinance, you're getting... 1.2 times, 1.5 times that income. You know, if you can get two times that income, great. But what, you, what you're doing is just running the numbers, increasing your debt service and seeing how that's reducing your cash flow. And then you balance that with how much you can acquire on the other end by taking that equity out and applying that towards the acquisition of one or more properties. And so if those additional properties increase your cash flow more than one times, otherwise what's the point of doing this, uh, then there's an argument to be made that it's the right decision and you got to find out how much you should pull out 
by just running the numbers and seeing how much you can gain in additional cash flow versus the loss on that first property lost cash flow. But don't go into a negative situation unless you have an absolute screaming set of deals that you can acquire on the other end. I will say that the rents should go up as the property values go up. They might lag behind and sometimes they do. They could lag behind by 6, 12, even 24 months. But in time, those will adjust. Unless you're in a super heated market, uh, like some of the coastal markets where the numbers just are so expensive that the rents can't keep up because it would knock affordability right out of that market. Um, you know, San Francisco comes to mind where you have a 03 to 0.4% rent to value ratio. It's just going to have a hard time going up because most people won't be able to afford that. So I think I've covered your question here. Uh, I hope I answered it thoroughly. If not, you could always get back to me. But yes, if it, if it makes sense on the first property to pull out equity as down payment for additional properties, I certainly would do that and buy as many as I can in markets where the cash flows and profit from those new properties are, are more than enough. I, I want a 1.x return on that difference from the original property to uh, the new investments. In other words, I want to make a profit by pulling money out of that first and leveraging up into those additional properties. And if you do it right, it will work for you the way you expect it to. But talk to our investment counselors about it and they can help you map this out if that is the case that you have right now. And last comment is this $50,000 house. I don't know if that was a hypothetical example for easy math or if you actually have a $50,000 property free and clear. I'm guessing that you potentially have a $50,000 property that you purchased. If that's the case, unless you're in an area that is going through tremendous growth or gentrification, you might be in an area where you're going to be hard-pressed to see that $50,000 property go up in value much, if at all. I have found that a lot of $50,000 areas stay $50,000 areas for a very long time until something major changes. All right, Alan, I hope that helps and answers your question. If you have any other questions, let us know. And if you are listening to this and you have a question about real estate investing or finance that you'd like me to attempt to answer, <laughs> then simply go to PassiveRealEstateInvesting.com and click on the Ask Marco link at the top and submit your question. Help us share the show with other like-minded people who can benefit from this as well. I'm sure you know some. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you've got friends that also are interested in investing, finance, and real estate. Uh, just share it with them and also visit us on iTunes and leave us a rating and review. We would greatly appreciate that. Thank you for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Are you on track to achieve your financial goals? Income producing real estate is the most historically proven way to accumulate wealth and has created more financial freedom than any other means. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best turnkey cash flow rental properties. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly income. Get your free strategy session with our knowledgeable investment counselors at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. Nothing on this show should be considered specific personal or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate legal, tax, real estate, or business professional for individualized advice. For distribution or publication rights and media interviews, please contact the host.